open your ears and free your taste buds. Gastro traveling, motherfucker. Welcome. Welcome to the Gastro Traveling Podcast Experience. I'm your host. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Rob. Don't laugh at me. I'm your host, Nelson Conroy, a.k.a. Nelly Nutbuster, here with a good friend of mine, Reese Jowers. Reese Jowers. What's up, man? Rob's here, too. He's over there in the producer's seat. Hey, So Rob. just shout out to Rob really quick. <laughs> Reese, what is up, my man? Um, You know, I just want to start. I'm extremely grateful to be here. Um, okay. You guys just letting me talk for a little while. Um, share the love with the people, man. Thank you. Share some beautiful food, a little bit of orange and grapefruit juice up here in front <laughs> as well and we got from rob some designer chopsticks yep. The, yep. Uh, these are uh i believe louis v chopsticks yes the louis v chop so reese uh tell the people who who you are and what you do and 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 what's up with you man um i'm a human being um, first and foremost yes i i'm a Warrior of light healing through sound, as my Instagram bio says. I'm a musician. I'm a musician. Um, <laughs> I started off as a beat maker and then started putting vocals over it. And um, it just one thing led to another. And now, you know, just making music every day. And uh, somehow it's uh, getting out to people all across the world and helping people with their issues and uh we're just gonna keep going <laughs> good shit that's that's so, uh some hero shit right there honestly i suppose so <laughs> i mean if you put it that way that's real so we're here not only to talk about you and what you're up to but we're also here to talk about a little frank ocean <laughs> <laughs> blonde but before we get into that um um we have we have our food dish that we have today no angel uh, unfortunately, because he is uh, MIA, rest in peace. He's back on the island. Yeah, he's been deported. He's been deported. Oh no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no! He's just busy. He's got shit going on. But he will be here next week. Love that. Love that. Love that kid. He's my favorite. But shout out to Angel. Miss him. But today we do have some sushi from uh, a local joint, Sushi Nine Nine. We got some vegan oh, sushi. I love them. Um, so shout out to them. Um, uh. I forget how this came to came to be. It was either Reese messaged me or I messaged him about coming onto the podcast, and he's the one that suggested the vegan sushi to go along with the Frank Ocean album. But what what, what came? Why why did you pick vegan sushi to go with this album, Blonde? Um, I don't know, man. I just wanted I wanted to keep it simple. You know what I mean? Sure. And uh, simple and classy, just like the album. Um. Very beautiful album. Very psychedelic album. Okay. And we gonna get into it. <laughs> oh, we, we gonna get into it. But um, I'm gonna have my first little bite of sushi here. I, don't, I think this is the... Uh, sweet potato yes, roll, Yes, the right? sweet potato <laughs> roll. I cannot... I'm just gonna grab two. That's the gas. Am I allowed to, like... Absolutely. Things? You can do whatever you want, Reese. You are the guest in this house. <laughs> in the gastral house. Um, so... Gastral. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Almost got canceled there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Let's not do that. This is kind of fire. I'm that, not even going to lie to you. Oh, that's I kind of fuck with this. What is this little dip here you got? It's the white sauce. I don't know what it's. Oh, it. like the yum yum sauce? Yes. Like, uh. Yummed up, bro. You, rem you remember it from a. Uh, 
The middle school lunch line, baby. Hell, bro. Know, the one by the vending machine? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good line, dog. Exactly. That yeah. was a, you know, mama gave you allowance line. Straight up. <laughs> Man, I was still getting free lunch in that line, baby. <laughs> Yeah, that was where everybody used to sprint after they would sprint when the bell would ring. It would be like a very, honestly, pretty violent affair that was going on to get to that lunch line. Well, those fucking, I don't understand people that rant. I'm like, I love food, obviously. <laughs> I'm a larger man and I have a podcast about food. <laughs> so I am inclined to like food, right? I have not ever ran to a lunch line before. Dude, respect, honestly. Like, what the fuck? That's that's a little ridiculous. It's it? pretty ridiculous. The only reason I ran is because I knew that if <laughs> I You were a runner? <laughs> you were one of these motherfuckers running like Naruto? <laughs> okay, no, not like that. Those were only the, that was the sixth graders. But, um, I mean, I probably did it in sixth grade. But I knew Damn. that I would be so far in the back if I didn't uh-huh. that I had... It was every man and woman... For themselves. <laughs> that is hilarious. I definitely bodied some kids, and I, I have paid the price for that. I respect it. <laughs> this is Reese's podcast now. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> Reese, take it away. One moment. One moment. So, um, this is actually pretty good sushi. I'm not a, I'm not a huge sushi guy. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people talk about, oh, I like sushi so much, but I'm not, I don't really like fish per se, but we got the vegan shit. I kind of vibe with it. I, I do too, man. So, obviously. Reese, are, you are vegan, correct? How long have you been living this lifestyle? How long have you been a superhero? Probably like five years. What, um, what made you make this change? Um, I had went vegetarian at a certain point mm-hmm. um and then i learned about dr sebi and that whole deal and while i don't fully agree with everything it kind of just opened my eyes to like i could reach an, a new level of clarity and that's mostly what it was about like don't get me wrong like i'm all with the ethics of it as well i sure. think that part is very important but uh for me i was just feeling very um mentally clouded and like as an artist you know being really kind of in touch with my emotions and going through the emotional waves Mm -hmm. like I would often use binge eating to kind of as like a crutch you know what I mean to kind of like um just make myself feel better and um so that that didn't solve that but it kind of like made it a little less rough because I would get wild but um Every person that I've ever talked to has had the same thing. So, you guys are not alone. We're just trying our best. Amen. I I feel that. Um, going strong in the vegan. Uh, you, will you pull the mic a little bit closer? Oh yeah, yeah. You're good. My bad. I I naturally talk a little bit quieter. No, you're good. <laughs> but that's cool. I respect that. I think I think anybody that can go vegan is fucking. You know, you're strong. You got the willpower to do that shit. I try, I've tried it several different occasions. I can't. It's got to be like for anybody trying to make any transition, like it's got to be super gradual because yeah. y- 
if you try to just like go from like point A to like point Z, you're gonna like go back to point A and then like binge and like get really like crazy. So like honestly, like for me, it was like a little step here and there. It's like I'd cut out one thing and then cut out a little bit of something else. And um, I don't know. For me, it it felt it felt like it helped me make songs more. I don't know. Everybody's different. I'm like really sensitive to a lot of stuff. So, but also like I don't really call myself vegan. That that's just kind of like for the sake of like, you know, identifying what it is. But yeah. like, it, they, I don't really fuck with labels either. Like, I got you. Yeah. Like, they. I feel like it just kind of tears people apart a yeah. little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like we're all trying to figure out our own journey, and I don't. I also don't judge because that's not helping anybody either. Like, I've done some some wild things in the food category. So, so I support, so I. I support some wild <laughs> things too. <laughs> so on um, camera, <laughs> on camera. Uh, well, I mean, gastro travel podcast. Oh, well, yeah, we're just having a light, we're having a light, you know, our door right now. Yeah. I'm, I, I could probably crush a lot of these. Yeah. Doesn't mean I should. No, I agree with you because we're all trying to be better in life and crushing, you know, a hundred sushi is not good for you. Just depends on the day. I guess so. Um, so <laughs> let's, um, let's just dive into the, to the album. Let's talk about blonde. Um, what is this your, is this like your favorite album blonde? It's up there. It's really hard to say, like, I have, like, a favorite album, you know what I mean? Because a lot of them, um, I'd say Channel Orange, Blonde, and then In Between Dreams and On and On by Jack Johnson are kind of, like, those four kind of, like, tied in my life. But Blonde just, like, felt right for this. Mm -hmm. It was weird enough. And um, I don't know. I just wanted to get into it, you know what I mean? I wanted to listen to it again. I absolutely love this album. I, I... I have loved it ever since it came out. What do you think? Before we get into this, I want to talk about Endless. What do you think about that project? I think that... For those of you, I'm sorry. For those of you who don't know, Endless is like a visual album that was released a day before Blonde. Uh, Frank Ocean did. I think that there are some great songs on there, for sure. Um, the story behind why he released Endless is pretty cool. Well, it was well like, tell us why, Reese. It was um, apparently he released it because he had two albums left with Def Jam and he wanted to get out of his deal. And so he released Endless as like a kind of like a like a bullshit album, pretty much. There's still some great songs on there. Unity, Wither, um, or, you know, two of Sideways. Some uh, some of my favorites on there, but Endless is really really interesting. I wish that it was on all streaming platforms so I could you know not have to go to SoundCloud every time. Shots out SoundCloud, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Blonde, how did you did you listen to it day one or did there like did you discover it or yeah day one for sure because I was already like a big Frank. I started as like a massive Odd Future fan. Sure. I, yeah. I learned that Tyler made his own beats, and I was like, dude, I could do that too. And so I started making my own beats. Mm. And then Frank was just like, I don't know. He was just on a different level. He was like their kind of like big brother type guy. And I was like, oh, this guy's really cool. And um, just got into it, you know, just uh, 
But yeah, 2016, something about that energy of that, that 2016 summer, Blonde was out. And I was listening to a lot of Party Next Door. And um, I don't know, man. This this album is one of those 2016 albums that have, like, it, like, painted the year in sound of what it was. Because I remember, like, I just remember listening to it, you know, when, when it came. Because I wasn't, I wasn't, like, a huge Frank Ocean fan. But then I, like, heard this album, and it fucking blew my, blew my mind, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just, it's just one of those, like... Once in a once in a decade album, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. What is uh, what's your favorite track on the album? Honestly, I think my favorite track is probably "Close to You," which is actually a cover. But um, is it a cover? What is it a cover of? I can't remember whose song. It's like it's like Stevie Wonder or something like that. I, yep. I honestly, it is yep. okay. Yeah, it, and it's really good. But what I like about it is he uses a vocoder on his voice in that song. And when I heard that, I was like, what? Is that <laughs> I had to know what's up, Rob? It's a cover of a cover, so it's a Stevie Wonder cover of a cover st- still titled Close to You by uh Burt uh Bacharach and Hal David, probably like in the 40s or yeah. something. Yeah, wow, yeah. that's that's really I didn't even know that. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I really like I think Pink and White might be my favorite. Yeah, that's the bang, just because sure. of like the sleeper Beyonce feature. Yeah. Like of the background vocals produced by Pharrell as well. Oh my god, there's just crazy talent in this whole album. Crazy. I'm getting chills for some reason. It's because it's amazing. Because <laughs> like 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 when when like you just hear the like the beautiful like vocals in the background, and then you're like, is that? Beyonce? Beyonce's <laughs> on this song? And she doesn't even like say words. She's just doing noises yeah, with her. For real. Fucking oh my god. Young Lean's somewhere on there. I can't remember is what he song. really? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Look at where Young Lean is. There's a story. He tells a story of like um Frank like brought him to like like Paris or something, and it was like him and Frank and Kid Cuddy and Mike Dean. I was just like, damn, I wish I was in that room. <laughs> He's on the outro on Godspeed, and he sings a chorus of "Self Control" with Austin Feinstein. Okay. Oh, so fire, dude! Austin Feinstein's next level. He did. He did some guitar for Tyler on. A, I can't remember what project. I think it was Cherry Bomb, probably. Fire album as well. Um, I really like solo reprise. We got a little mm-hmm. Andre Three K action. Little Andre. Oh my God! I think. I think. <sighs> I just, I don't know if it's recently I started getting into, like, older rappers in a way. Like, I've always known who they were, but I think, like, when they appear on modern stuff, that's when I'll go back and, like, do a deep dive on, on Outkast and, and them and stuff. Like, and I think this is what led me into, like, you know, doing Outkast and, and, and all that shit. Yeah. Fire. Absolutely fire. Did you hear the, the, the leak song, the Kanye song off Donda? It was a leaked Feature. one. I don't. I don't think I heard any of the leaked ones. To it be was honest. Drake leaked it on some radio show, oh. and it was featuring. Oh, was it OVO Radio? It might have been. It <laughs> might have been. OVO Sound. Um, and it was featuring Andre Three K, and it was, uh, it was so touching because it was about like his his mom who passed, and he connected it to the album Donda, and it was just beautiful. Dude, the Love Below by Outcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
I once um <laughs> I once dated a young woman and um she sure she, she said <laughs> she was like I showed her prototype by um by oh. I, I think it's Outcast but it's Andre three thousand yeah. yeah um it and um she was like this sucks. And I was like, ain't the one. <laughs> no, ain't the one. How does it suck? Have you heard that song, Prototype? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's it right there. That song. That was, that was perfect. For- I wish Outkast did more shit like that. Like, yeah. No, dude. It's, it's unlike anything they ever did. Like, really. Like, there's only that. Mm-hmm. I do like, you know, Andre more than Big Boy. Like his halfway albums and stuff. Like I do respect Big Boy because he's like you know an Atlanta giant. But whatever. still a badass. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm just more me personally. I'm just more into like melodic things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. Me too for sure. Like well, I like both. But yeah, I respect too. the melodic. I definitely love rap. Yes. My uh, my roots are definitely deep in hip hop. Like that's what yeah. made me start making music. And Bob Marley and Jack Johnson shouts out. Shouts and, out. Shouts out to the legends. And the police and 80s new wave Brit pop <laughs> shouts out every So speaking of speaking of your music, yeah. Um this would you say this influenced a lot of your stuff that you make? For sure. Um it made me see that like you could be successful and like not be like straight down the middle pop. You know what I mean? Like it was it was really out there. It was very psychedelic. I was in a very psychedelic place to say the least at that point in my life and um yeah and and there's just a a soulfulness of the singing that that frank brings and um i really haven't been able to integrate that until like the past couple weeks honestly um and uh yeah so you said earlier before we started that you recorded something or what is, what, what's what you have new projects come out I mean, I'm, I got, a, yeah, I mean, I got a lot of stuff coming out, but, um, well, were you, you mean like last night, what I told you about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Is that secret or we don't allowed to talk about it? No, no, it's not secret. It's just working, you know? Um, yeah, that I, I met a producer. I actually, I was praying a few nights before and I was like, man, I, I really want to meet like some new producers. And my friend Selly put me onto this producer from Argentina, mm. um, Toro Beats, I think his name's he goes by tango as well um but wow he sent me nine beats and they were all just fire so i'd recorded five demos last night and they were all like by far the best stuff i've ever made and i was like this guy's like really helping me like find my sound and so yeah super exciting but i do have a song coming out friday it's kind of like a pop punk type almost like a praise man type vibe kind of recovery uh, this will probably come out like way after. It comes <laughs> yeah. out, like, uh, this came out a, a Friday weeks ago, um, but check it out. <laughs> <laughs> recovery. It's called recovery. Yeah, yeah. Dope, dope title. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk more about Frank Ocean. Um, Let's let us. Um, with like um. Facebook story I really enjoy. I, I I enjoy the talking, like the the it. What do you call those? Like the skits. Yeah, I enjoy the skits in this album because they 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 they're very they connect to my life a little bit. Like Facebook story where you, some French dude talking about some bitch 
That's like... (laughs) (laughs) That won't add him on Facebook, or he won't add her on Facebook, which is so stupid. I've always thought that's so stupid, Reese, where just add her on Facebook. What's the problem? It shouldn't be an issue. It should not be an issue. I get the woman's point of view. I get his point of view as well. And it's funny because my dad feels the same exact way. He's like, I'm friends with you in real life. Why do we have to be friends on Facebook? I'm I'm like, listen, like... People get really offended by that. <laughs> <laughs> who is that guy? Can you do, can you figure out who that how, on, on on Facebook story and on, on Blonde? Yeah, some French dude, some French fucker. Shouts out to the French, Sebastian. Seba- just a guy named Sebastian. Yeah, the, I mean the A is capital at the end, but it's a it's a French producer. Producer. Ah, Sebastian. Oh, he's standing good. That's what he's on Facebook. And then we got the other one where uh, Be Yourself, um, where it's Frank Ocean's mother. Uh, <laughs> I used to play a song when I get when I got too high when I lived in Gainesville. <laughs> you lived there too? Yeah. <laughs> I lived there between, it was like 2017 and 2019. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. I um, left in 2016. Yeah, I was there after you, I guess. <sighs> what a fucking... Dark times in Gainesville. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I knew that you lived there. Um where, um, what did you do there? You went to school? Yeah. Um, yeah, I went to school for two semesters on a full ride scholarship and in Beatty Towers, room uh, 1405 in the corner. <laughs> Shouts out to Beatty Towers. <laughs> um, they sealed, they sealed, they, they put caulking on the windows. So people, cause people jumped out because it is fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Seriously actually happened. So I took a knife and I took the caulking out off so we could you know smoke out the window and stuff yep because like respect so we didn't get arrested downstairs but interesting times man Gainesville is a (laughs) what a place I had very many good times and many (laughs) I, I feel the same exact way about that fucking town what a weird place anyways what were we saying? Oh yeah, I was. I used to get too fucking high, and then I would put it on and pretend like it was my own mom. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I promise I'll do better. I'm sorry, I'm fucking up. That's so funny, dude. It's funny because I've had very similar moments too. Like I'm not lying. Biggie's just over there on the wall looking at us, just like <laughs> so disappointed. Do better. <laughs> Sorry, Biggie. Sorry. Um, I don't know, man. What else? What? what? <laughs> I love this, dude. I love this. Um, so Frank Ocean, Frankie Ocean. <laughs> and this from the oldie video. It is from the early video. But that was my first exposure to, to um, Odd Future Wolfgang, Kill Them All, I Don't Give a Fuck. I don't know the rest Literally of like Bacon Boys, something like that. Lawyer Squad. Yeah. It was like Lawyer Squad, Litter Life, Bacon Boys. Some, they had like some crazy long acronym. I, 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 that's what I like about them, that shit like that. And, and you ever watch um, like Lawyer Squad and stuff? Oh, yeah. So good. I can't believe they stopped doing it. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Taco was on um, Lil Dicky show. You ever watch that? Yeah. That yeah. He was like an engineer slash producer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that show is really good if you never yeah. watched it. I watched like the first probably like four or five episodes mm-hmm. and um just haven't got back to it, but it was very well done. Yes, I, I enjoy it. I feel like it's like the younger Kirby enthusiasm in a way. That's what I think. That's my thoughts. Everybody compares it to Atlanta. I don't think it's like Atlanta at all. I always hear that. That's what everybody who has ever told me about it has said. I don't think it's like Atlanta. I think Atlanta's a little better. Anyways, let's talk about uh, Frank Ocean a little bit more. Reese, you ever go on YouTube and look at, like, the slowed and reverbed version of these songs that have, like, anime backgrounds? Absolutely. (laughs) I do that shit all the fucking time. All the fucking time. And the 1975, too. There's some really good ones, slowed and reverbed. It would be like, it's like, um... Undo, but from the next room. (laughs) (laughs) So good, dude. Like, there's a specifically one I watched where it's it's White Ferrari, and it's like an anime of, like, a loop of this car at night, like, just turning. I don't know. It is so So good. It is so, it is, it is so good. I, I... (sighs) You can have that, by the way. I... You can have it. I don't want it. Are you sure? Yeah. All right, I think we're both in agreement. Says that that's the sweet potato rolls undefeated. Yes, it's sushi ninety nine. That's why you got four point seven stars and over thirty two hundred <laughs> reviews on DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm eating this. I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, editors are gonna have so much Listen to work to with. Oh yeah. Um, we, um, there's like a specific crunch to a sweet potato roll that I just, I, I'm a, I'm a crunch man for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I, I dig a crunch and I had a good crunch. 10 out of 10 crunches. You can get it tempura too, uh, where they like some places fry the whole roll, but other places they'll just fry just the sweet potato and uh-huh. that's how you take it to the next level. You just fry the sweet potato or yeah. the whole thing. It just depends how, how What's nasty. the next level? The next level of if you get an extra crunch in there, the tempura. Oh, the tempura. Tempura. That, that's like, yeah. What is that it's like? Fried. Like that's when they fry it. Is that what it's called? Like, yeah. Remember like the pork and chicken tempura Angel made for us? Oh. That's when he like, he mallowed it out. I'm like, oh. It's like, that was sounded like uh, on Finding Nemo when Bruce like smells the blood and he's like. <laughs> 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 White Ferrari, good time. I I've cried a lot to this album. Oh, same here, like, same here. So straight much, up, dude, I love it. Like, like, there's so many lines like "Every night fucks every day up." Oh my god. Oh my fuck, dude. Fucks me up every time. Definitely done that a lot. Siegfried for some reason just What like, does that mean? What is what is a Siegfried? I'm not sure. I think it's an I thought it was just a name of like a, Is that the guy that owns the Lions, Tigers? That's PT Barnum. You're going no, back to No, not PT Barnum. <laughs> Sig, Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Um Is that the guy? I don't know. Um The White you're Tigers thinking Pavlov's the guy that, dogs. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. You're think you're thinking of uh, the Sigmund guy that wanted, yeah, the guy that wanted to fuck his mom. Oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah, Freudian slip. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Is I, that who that is, or is it? Look up the guy that owned the White Tigers, please. 
I need to know what they're. That's what I'm gonna fucking look at. Mike Tyson. No, he owned a regular tiger, and that was in a movie. You're 100 percent right. Siegfried and Roy. There's all the pictures of them. They have tigers. Yeah, I'm not a complete idiot. One of the tigers attacked them, I think, and man, good. Maybe killed them. Man, they were like a Las Vegas act. But um, I wonder why it's called Siegfried. I figured it was just like an ex-boyfriend or something, to be honest. But that's kind of an interesting name to be called a Siegfried. I Damn, could, you, it, you my Siegfried. <laughs> <laughs> but that one, oh I didn't mean. God. I didn't think maybe it was like a like a like a pet name or something. I just thought no. it was like call me Siegfried. Yeah, I was just getting weird with it. What are you saying, Rob? This uh, Siegfried is based off of the uh, Norse mythology, and oh shit, yeah. So oh, it's shit. depicted as a handsome man with long flowing hair, much uh, like Cartier, like me. I'm I'm getting a Nelson picture yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds a lot like me. <laughs> Do you think Frank Ocean would go for me? Possibly. Maybe. It, it's it's going to go one of two ways. Well, yeah. It I'll show up with a hard fit on, and I think you yeah. got a chance. There you go. All right. All right. I would love. I would. I would date him. Why not? I'm not gay, but I would date him. <laughs> me too. Probably. I'm like. I'm. I'm not gay, but might be able to get a song out of it. So. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Shit! <laughs> See, <laughs> see. All right. So, um, <clears throat> who is this? Was he like a god or something, or was it just like a Norse handsome person? Uh, so there's like uh folklore about Siegfried. That's one, and then there's um, there's a British war poet named Siegfried Sassoon, which um, who had a number of homosexual and heterosexual affairs and encounters, nice. echoing Frank's own bisexuality. Oh, see, but I thought he was, he's bisexual. I thought he was gay. Oh, no, he's bisexual. Yeah, because there was this song maybe about a male model that he dated, um, or rumor had a brief affair, Willie Cartier. And then the third possible meaning is um, a character from uh, Soul Calibur. (laughs) But Soul Calibur was a song um, off of his mixtape, Nostalgia Ultra. So Mm. there's there's a few different, like, there's a little sprinkles of bisexuality. In the scene, yeah, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is? I can't think of the song, but I always thought it was Bonnie Vare on this album. But it's Bon Bonnie Vare. What? How did I say it? He says you're fine. What? What do you? Oh, oh, fuck! I there, there's, there's. He makes himself sound like like Justin Vernon of Bonnie Vare. I always thought it was him. But it's a Frank. It's Frank Ocean. I forget what song it was. Is it like pitched up or something? I want to play it. Is it Nike, White Ferrari. Nike's pitched up because that. A lot of people are saying, "Is that Justin Nothing on the outro?" Yeah, it's this part. I thought it was. Oh, I too. love this part, dude. Oh shit! God, about that. It kind of sounds like one. It does. Days. That's definitely yeah. I'm playing the whole thing. I'm going fuck. Oh, okay. I've been just waiting to flag it. No. How many seconds is it that you can? Oh, we've had like 
half a second. We've had I had like a couple frames on a transition that flagged. Really? Like a few weeks ago. Nelson's like, hey, it flagged some stuff. And I was like, oh, it was like in a crossfade. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking it's, They say one second, but it's not even a second. Come on, Universal. <laughs> Anyways, I just, I really love all the ad-libs and like the wooing and the, and the, it's just all comes together in a perfect project. But yeah, I always thought that was, I thought I was thought that was Boney Bear when I first, when I first listened to it. Yeah. Um, but. Oh, what the fuck is that? A great rug in here. Thank you. Thanks, man. We, we, uh. We got it, man. <laughs> we stole it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you ever see Godfather Two? Nah, I need to. They steal a rug in Godfather Two. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna steal anything. I think that's probably a good thing. A rug? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's who misses a rug, really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, who wants to pay for a fucking rug? I know. We so bought f- that rug out there, and fuck, which is expensive. Yeah. Uh, this is rug talk, gastro <laughs> rugged rug towel. <laughs> Plug. Um, and another. An, speaking of like uh, skits and stuff, the outro skit was I think it was his brother who has passed, right? Like his, he was like fifteen years old or something. Oh wow, I didn't know that. They, what? What is he? What is he? Let me let me let me play it because I want to hear what because he's on a future on future futura free. I don't know what the fuck that means, but we'll keep this talking at the end. You know what I'm talking about? That's his brother who has since passed. Rob, you got any information on that? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. You're right. It's um the second is an old interview clip, um, and then they reference icons like Tupac and Selena. It's basically Salana. Salana. It's all about. Sorry, I had a Mexican girl one time correct me like that. Oh, really? Salana. Sounds like she said it. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Um, no, so it's um, it's basically just about people dying young, like tragic deaths. Um, wow. And then Futura, which is um, Kubrick's uh, favorite type of font so that's why they oh really use the yeah that's interesting yeah so it's uh yeah there's um illegal civili- civilization members mickey alfred sage el Cesar, and nakel smith are in that interview clip along with his brother wow legendary so. <laughs> i used to watch all those videos illegal civ back in the day they're like the skate group that was like kind of attached to odd future and they would just do crazy shit all over the place Sweet. That sounds really cool. Um, <clears throat> I also want to talk about Nikes for a second. Yes. These bitches want Nikes. But the real ones. The real. In the music video, Rob, you're going to find this interesting. You probably already know this. But in the music video, he's wearing the same Nikes that the um, Heaven's Gate cult famously wore. Um, in the like, You know in their photos when they committed suicide or whatever, and they have like the mm-hmm. purple blanket over them and they have a yeah. nike sticking out i forget what kind of nikes they were but they got discontinued after that and frank ocean was wearing them in the music video damn which was kind of dope as fuck like, damn how'd you get those <laughs> but i think that that is kind of like maybe the secret message to the song like these bitches want nikes but it's not exactly the shoe it's more of like 
they want to get off this planet, maybe. They're looking for a check, is what he says. They, they are looking, looking for, for a check. check. Tell them it ain't likely. So that's like a triple entendre almost. Yeah. Yeah, think about for it. real. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> that's part of, like, why I was like, this album is really psychedelic. I mean, he makes a couple references to psychedelics, but, like, it's just so layered. And, like... <sighs> All right, so you ever heard people refer to the Bible as like a living text? Sure, mm-hmm. sure. It's and it's this idea of like it kind of flows with where you're at in your life. There's new messages that come up from like the same same text, and that's how I feel about this album because every time I revisit it, I find something new, and the same parts speak differently to me, and it seems to go perfectly with where I'm at in my life. It's really weird, so. That's another reason it's one of my was, favorites. Was there something on the most recent listen that spoke to you? Um, I don't... It, more uh, more so just it. energetically, the most recent listen. Okay. But um, I would really have to, like, delve into, like, some some deep thought to, like... Yo, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You don't have to spill your beans on Good the podcast. Qu- I like the questions, though. I do... I love the questions. Yeah. You don't have to share anything you don't want to. It's okay. I, I just don't want to... I don't know. I don't want to miss anything. I got a good story about Siegfried we could tell sometime. Bro, tell it wait, on, on air or off air? On air. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> let's, dive, let's dive the fuck into it. All right, so 2018, I had this uh, two-bedroom, two-bath apartment in Port Orange. And um, I had a friend living with me. He moved out. And I let somebody else move in. And I was, I was in a pretty crazy place. And uh, it was 3 a.m. I'm listening to Blonde. And this dude never came home from work. And I was like, all right, what the hell? And so I'm in my bedroom listening to Siegfried, like fully into it, like realizing some crazy shit about my life. Uh, we're, s- smoking we're dr- a joint. Yes, were drugs involved at all? Um, I was I was smoking a joint. Okay, respect Um, And so I'm just in my bed naked smoking a joint. <laughs> <laughs> and like somehow, somehow my, my ex-girlfriend at the time's mom like let us have a california king so Wait, i'm like hold up she was your ex at the time or she was your girlfriend at the time she was my ex but we were on and off okay and her right. mom let us use a california king somehow so i i was just like fully like fully like <laughs> spread out on the bed smoking a joint <laughs> um by myself nobody in the house uh-huh. and i just hear board orange police open up oh, oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck i'm like no and so I was like, hell no. They come out. We're on the top stairs. They come up with the cars. They're like shining the lights in. I was like, bitch, I am not opening the door. It's 3 a.m. I am sleeping. Um, And it turns out that the dude on the way home from work got arrested. (laughs) And he was trying to get his bail money out of the house. But this dude screwed me over so many times that like he was getting kicked out at that point anyways. Um, real weird guy, real weird guy. Um, he was trying to get the bill money out of his house. The, the, the police work. He was like, "Oh, my money's in there." Um, you know, because he was gonna bail out because he got arrested on the way home from work. I didn't know cops did that. They went to go pick it up. Yeah, I me didn't either. either. I didn't know that <laughs> either. Me either. <laughs> I guess they were trying to be nice, which <laughs> that's cool. I guess. I mean, Shouts outs to uh, POPD. Yeah, I never forgot that that seatbelt ticket you guys gave me. Though. Fuck them. <laughs> a cab. <laughs> hey, we're not getting political here. 
<laughs> I just like being on both sides, okay? <laughs> That's crazy. So what did so you open the did you open end up opening the door? Hell no. Did they did they <laughs> They just went away. They were oh. like, alright, there's there's nobody in there. They just gave up. <laughs> yeah, they just gave up. I was chilling. Like so hard. And I just went back to it, honestly. And then you just press play back on blonde and like California King. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. I wish I had blonde stories like that, but I don't. Real life. It is real life. I just like this is it's it's one of those driving albums for sure. Mm-hmm. You can just like zone out, drive down a road, and just think about life and what what, what mistakes you've made, what have you done correctly. <sighs> and I don't know. I, I I like this album a lot. I'm glad because when I picked it, I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, man, he might not, like, be a fan of this. No. Well, it doesn't. It honestly doesn't even matter if I'm a fan or not because I want to showcase you and what you do and your art and your music and and how this kind of relates to it. You know what I'm saying? I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love it. I love it. (laughs) So um, I I think I'm out of questions. Um, Do you have any questions you want to ask this young man? I mean, we could do, like, a little bit of, like, interview on, like, your stuff to, like, you know, let people get to know, like, who you are as an artist a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, let's do, let's do, let's do. Yeah, we do, like, we could do, like, like, three, five minutes real quick. Let's do it, um, I'm fully, I can talk, bro. I can. Perfect. What, what? Yeah. When did you start making music? Yeah. Okay, so I started, like, when I got into Odd Future in, like, ninth grade, I was, like, I started, like, silently like writing raps right just kind of you know almost poetry i've always been a writer that's always been like my number one talent is like just writing and um so then my brother and i started writing raps together and we would play the beat off the computer from youtube mostly just like drake type beats and um and then we would rap over it recorded on the phone's voice memos on some old android and um so i started doing that and then um, I think end of junior year, my friend Curtis Hicks shouts out Curtis. He gave me a laptop with Fruity Loops on it, and so I started making beats. And then the laptop crashed. I pirated it on my parents' computer. That shit crashed, and I got before I went to college. I got a uh, a Mac. So 2015, we're at right now. I think I recorded one song like semi-professionally at a studio um, with with Tony Spears. Shouts um, out to Tony Spears. I remember him. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's cool. And uh, in Edgewater, Will Campbell recorded it. <laughs> okay. um, and people were just like, wow. like He was a good rapper, and I was try- still trying to like explore vocally. So like I was probably blowing it on the song, but like I produced the beat, so it was like, so cool to me i think it was called colorado or something which colorado ended up i ended up going to colorado the first time this year and had like an absolutely life-changing just absolutely completely changed my life so now this i don't know colorado makes sense now but um but yeah so 2015 and then i just kind of kept plugging away once i got a mac off of some scholarship money i got like the white mac like the you know, the like the old one. It was like 2009 or something. That thing took me all the way to like 
2018. Right. And, uh, and we just never stopped, you know, always like, you know, sometimes I would make a lot of beats. Sometimes I would make a lot, do a lot of vocals, but I don't know. Just kept getting a little bit better every time. I, dude, I've never done an interview before. <laughs> you ever take that? No. Daytona Beach, I'm not answering. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that time. So, um, Rob, you better asking questions. No, you're like good. That. You're good. So, what is what would you say um, for people who have not heard your music? What is like your genre? What is your sound? I'd say, I mean, it depends on the song, but I would say like pop punk and R and B fused is honestly like the best like to keep it concise yeah i would say that's probably um <coughs> it, but it really depends on the song because i i like like hard like hip-hop style like bangers as well i try to keep a more melodic voice some rap parts and then like some are more of like a rock slash pop punk energy i have a question dude ask why why did you choose to use your government name versus like a like a stage name or like a rap name or did, why did you go on like the Wu-Tang name generator or something? <laughs> Ironically, I did go on that. Um, <laughs> what was your name? I was like master assassin. That was mine. I can't remember. It was way back in the day. Like before I even started making beats, I knew I wanted to like do music or something. Uh-huh. Um, but so my first <laughs> artist name was R Havoc. That never saw the light of day. Then I changed to uh, Jesus G I think I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was Jesus Gautama. So it was like, I was like, I felt like a prophet because I was learning all about like the spiritual stuff. Sure. And wanted to help people. So I was like, oh, I feel like Jesus and Buddha combined. Then I realized that could be like hyper politicized yeah. and really seen badly. So then I changed my name to Ecstasy because I wanted like I the, remember that for sure I, with a, with an X. Yeah. And I wanted that cuz I wanted there to be that feeling of ecstasy behind the music whether it's hype or like calm and healing. And then I just realized like I was using that as a front to like run from myself. Like I felt like I had to be like, you know, dress dark and like have my hair like like I had magenta hair that was like down to here and I was just like, those are parts of me, but that's not who I am. That's just a part of me. So then Reese Jowers was just like, this is me. You know what I mean? I can un- include anything under this. I can be whatever I want. So that was really the idea of, you know, just kind of. And I thought about it and I was like, a lot of my favorite artists use their government name. Sure. So Real name, no gimmicks. Obi Trice. <laughs> <laughs> is, that his, is that his real name? Yeah, I think so. Which is a weird fucking name. Yeah. That's impressive, <laughs> honestly. It's a good name. Your Wu Tang name is Knight Chesty. Knight with a K. Knight Chesty? Yeah, Knight Chesty. Very that ch- sounds like a porn star. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very chesty in the night. <laughs> um, no, you got any other questions? I don't know, man. I don't fucking. What do you go? Dude, yeah, I'm, lo- I'm loving the questions, honestly. Nice. Yeah, no, it's um that was I I really like that last question though. I have a question for you, Rob. For what, me, what's your Wu Tang name? Oh, I can't remember. Let me let me. I'll do that in one. Yeah, moment. we got it. What was yours? I think it was. I, I double check, but I think it's Master Assassin. Master Assassin. Okay, hold on. Um, <laughs> definitely a bar rapper. <laughs> yeah, definitely a bar rapper. So, um, what is like? So your goal as a 
as an artist, what is, what do you see in, you know, the future? Do you have it like mapped out or do you day by day type thing? For sure. For sure. Mapped out. I've, I've seen the finish line so many times that, you know, I know I'm going to get there. It's just a matter of like doing the work. But for me, the finish line is getting to the level of being a stadium act to where I can take the healing energy that I put behind my music and take that to the highest level and basically lead almost like church, but like hype church uh, with the music and just help people open their hearts. Because I think when we over intellectualize things, there's so much room for like, you know, just fucking it up and overthinking and blah. And, you know, being manipulated by the media, blah, blah, blah. But, (laughs) but when you open your heart, you kind of just feel the right thing to do and you have more compassion for your fellow humans. So that's my goal. And, uh, trying to build my team around that. Nice. I feel like everything you've said about like your, like your goals and your ambitions and everything. Um, it's very noble. Like I said it earlier, it's like some hero shit, but where does that come from? Does that, is that like family? Or is that just ingrained? Like, Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, I mean, I would say that my parents always raised me to kind of really be like a compassionate person. And, um, you know, just I, I got into spirituality at a, like a pretty young age. Like, well, it was like middle of high school. Like I really started having um, a strong like spiritual awakening and, um, you know, there's it's a whole process, you know, it comes in waves, but I just knew I wanted to help people. Like I did a lot of like mission work in high school and um, in the country and out of the country. And I just knew I was like something about like being of service. And I had this uh, this confidence that like if I was in service to other people that like I would be taken care of. And that always seemed to be true. It's like I've always been, you know, I, I don't come from money at all, but like I've always been all right, you know, and, uh, the more I help people, the more I get, I get helped and I don't do it. So I get helped, but I appreciate yeah. yeah. I appreciate you saying that, man. That's yeah. True. You're welcome. No, this is awesome. <clears throat> Were you raised around the church or you find it yourself? Yeah, I was, I was raised around the church and then, um, ever since I was a little kid and then in high school, you know, I had my big awakening and so i was like screw the church and then i think <laughs> everybody goes to that and then i came back to it uh via james alty shout out to james oh, alty wow and then love that man yeah. i miss him I, I hope he's and then i kind of you know had that realization of like leaning too much into one religion and believing that like one is right over everything else kind of like tears us apart mm-hmm. and uh that they all have truths in them and so now I'm kind of like, just, you know, I still believe in like a higher power and everything. I just think that when we bring the words and when we over intellectualize things, it kind of like skews what it's supposed to be about. So now I'm just, you know, what's up? What's that song? Love is my religion. <laughs> Something like that. I love it. I, I think I agree with. Uh, most of what you're saying if not all yeah like yeah i I think you're absolutely correct so can i ask you guys a question absolutely so um what sparked you to want to uh to start to do this 
Nelson, you, you want to answer that? No, you can answer it. I've answered. Well, okay, yeah. So we I um, talk too much. I want you to talk, Rob. Nah, bro. No, nah, we were just talking. We were hanging out, talking about like ideas and stuff. We were at work. I think were we? We were at work. Yeah, we were at work together. We worked at Chick Fil. We used to work at. Chick-fil-A okay, I was gonna say define work. Yeah. I do remember when you worked at Chick Fil A. We, we both worked there. Yeah, he was my manager for a little bit, and then he left and came back, and I was his manager. It <laughs> <That> was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> I just disrespected him. Oh, like no, I didn't. Oh, I disrespected him though. No, he yeah. yelled at me one time over eggs. Oh, don't get into this. Anyways, so um, <laughs> he did over eggs. <laughs> no, we um, and he was like, hey, I have this idea, and I was like, All right, cool, we can talk about it like later, and um. There was just an idea for a podcast, and we went to get coffee. And um, he told me, and I was like, holy shit. He didn't have the name yet. And so we were like, we got to figure out this fucking name. And so we were like, all right, in a week, we're going to like sit back down. If I forget something, just let me know. No, because I don't remember any of this. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me like the concept of pairing albums and music. What's mm-hmm. up? Well, I remember when I came up with the name. It was, we were playing Xbox. I remember being in my room, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God. I was saying, you know, um, do you know Zarface? Uh, negative. Zarface is a rap group composed of uh, Inspected Deck of the Wu-Tang Clan and um, this rapper named Esoteric and this producer named 7L, and they have an album called Zarface Meets Metal Face, which is featuring MF Doom. Anyways, there's a song called Astral Traveling, yeah, and that is what inspired me to name it Gastral, which is... You know, to do with the stomach. Yes. And then traveling. Food and. Yeah, food and whatever. Food science and everything. And then, um, that's yeah, so we did that. And we're like, fuck, let's do it. And then um, we had one producer, and then we couldn't get the schedules to work. So then we went to another producer, and then we didn't have a chef. And I was like, oh, shit, I guess, like, we'll figure it out. And, like, I I was originally cooking for, like, what, three episodes? Maybe four? It was four, I think. We ended up, we got to. It was the Beatles was the first one. The English breakfast was the first thing he made. No, I made uh, Wu-Tang tofu. No, the first thing Angel made. I made. Oh, it was the English breakfast. Yes. Yeah, so I did the first yeah. four, and then yeah. uh, Angel was like, our buddy Angel, who was the chef for the show, uh, saw the picture of the food, and he was like, yeah, you guys aren't fucking No, good. he was here. We oh, he came, He showed up. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah. he was like, this is terrible. I'm yeah, doing he was like, you're disgracing food, because we didn't want to get a chef until we could pay a chef. Yeah. Thank yeah. God Angel just agreed to it. Yeah, he just does it for the love of it. Yeah, and it's so much better, so yeah. much oh, smarter. Yeah. If that man is... He's yeah, you guys have some impressive plates, for sure. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, I think... I'm, if, we just... Uh, why did we start this? We just don't want to... Well, we always... Like, I've always wanted to, like, work for myself and be my own boss. Yeah. And, like, I have ideas for, like, eight different companies I want to run and own. I just... So, not wanting to be a fucking... You know, stuck somewhere is like why we want to do everything straight up, bro. So. Basically, yeah. But um, like for me, like I listen to podcasts for a long time. Yeah. For like since like high school, I listen to podcasts, and I never really thought about doing it myself until we, like I started talking to Rob, and I was like, yeah, we could, we could do this like ourselves, and and we, I don't know, we wanted to make some content, and here we are. Yeah, we're like ten months in. Fuck! Oh my god. Dude, I love it, man. Like, I love to see people just doing something, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel... I've worked in so many restaurants as well, and, like, you just meet so many people that, like, they have so much potential, but they just never did it. And yeah. Like, oh, you can't worry about if it goes wrong, because it could always go wrong, or you could just not do anything and be in the restaurant until you physically cannot be there, so... Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. It's, this shit is entertaining as fuck scary. to me. Like, <clears throat> Thank you. Honestly. Thank you. Thank you, man. <laughs> 
Tell all your friends. I yeah. hope I hope to come back someday. <laughs> oh, you're dude. You're always welcome on. Oh yeah. Anyth- anytime you want to promote a project or yes, um, yes. Even if you're not in the state, if you're like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm just itching to come on and talk to you guys. Just we do. We just did if you're Zoom on tour with or whatever. Yeah, we can get you remote interview and we can talk to you uh, on the computer or whatever. Dude, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, we just did that. That was badass. Oh my and god. So, and dude, we already know how to do it better. I gotta show. You, I gotta show you this. I'm, I'm spreading the good word about this man. Oh. Maybe you can work with him one day too because he's fucking. Yo, dope as fuck, dog. Yo, can we oh have a gasoline traveling Hold compilation up. album? Actually, you know what, Reese? We're inviting it. You're, you're invited right now. Where once we have the uh, gasoline traveling uh, festival, you can perform. God, that. that's Absolutely. so sick, bro. We could start that in my fucking garage, dude. I love it because <laughs> I love it because we're here at like, you know, we're but we're all kind of like in this like sort of like. Almost beginning, like before the blow up, you know. Yeah, I mean? yeah. And then we're gonna, we're gonna keep linking, and it's just each time we're gonna be like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I I think this is the the origins of everything, and and I think everything is going in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. I agree with both of what you guys just said because I've like in all my like aspects of everything, like film and everything too. Like the people I've been meeting, doing like like I just did the I am November with him through Brandon Smith a friend of the show, like, these people I'm meeting, I'm like, holy shit, like, we're all, like, right there. Like, everything's just, like, we're all just, like, grinding through, like, the, yeah. basically, like, ground, not really ground zero, because we've all been doing it, we all know a lot, we're not beginners, but once something like everything's, like, over the hill, yeah, once and once you cross hits, that hill. Once, like, a, one of our TikToks, like, goes viral or something, that's when everything is gonna solidify. I didn't even know you guys were on TikTok. That's oh, we're so on good. Oh yeah, yeah. We're, Thank you yeah. for putting it on there. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome, dude. The TikTok's algorithm is wild, and yeah, it's it's crazy. So, yeah, but that's thanks for the question. That's the first time we've gotten a question our way. Yeah, other than Angel asking some dumbass shit. <laughs> but any uh, um, what you got? that's all I had really. Um, any any final thoughts on uh, Blonde or Frank Ocean or? Anything really? Um, thank you, Frank, for everything you've done for uh for my career, and um, please drop a new album. <laughs> <laughs> Let's we, be friends. I like that. Amen. Um, before we get out of here, before we end the episode, uh. Would you plug anything that you would like to plug? Your Instagram, your SoundCloud, your Spotify, whatever, whatever. Shout it out. Um, just Reese Jowers on everything, you know, Instagram, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud. Um, R-E-E-C-E-J-O-W-E-R-S. So like the Reese's, but with a C, not an S. And uh, like Powers, but with a J. So Nice. Come check it out, baby. All right, before we close. Yes. Do you have two albums that you would recommend people to give a follow-up listen to other than Blonde? Two albums. Yes. Um, yeah, I'd say... Um, ah, this is... Let's see, we got In Between Dreams by Jack Johnson and... Um, Dragon Mentality by Ellie Dewey, um, E-L-L-E-Y-D-U-H-E with the tilde. Awesome. Shout Dope. Out. Respect yeah. it. Uh, this has been Gastro Traveling. 
I have been your host, Nelson Conroy. That guy over there in the cute beanie. Thank you. Rob Lee. Um, you can find us on the internet somewhere. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for hanging out with us. And uh, we'll see you next week. Gang, gang.